I've been advertised to as well and bought, made big purchases based on um, being targeted on socials. And I, I'm aware of it, but I'm also like, again, you know, critical thinking. So I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known this exists unless I was part of this funnel. But I enjoy the product. Yeah. Um, I'm aware that I was, you know, um, con. No. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> mind raped a little bit. <laughs> what, did you, what did you call that? <laughs> what? But, but it's good outcome. I'm happy because yeah. I, I have something that because because that process also conditions me for pleasure. Yeah. Because oh. that's, that's the whole point of it. Like, with, with, with without that, there's no dopamine at the end. It, you just you're fucking left with just you know wheat bix and full cream milk. You feel alive, let's hit the dance floor. Don't work too hard, my break a backbone. Return to the Mac, the king is back though. Cover and cash, I never like those. Welcome to an episode of the No Brewant Jerks podcast, a podcast that deconstructs consumer culture and media with No Brewant Jerks allowed. So if you are one, <laughs> get going. In today's podcast, you're joined by me, Liv, Ty, and Nicole. To our newfound friends that are currently listening, you are the OGs. Every Wednesday, you'll find us on all podcast streaming platforms chatting about all things business, PR, comms, with a dash of shit talk because who doesn't love that? Let's get into it, shall we? Oh my goodness, we're going! Ah! Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) So, I thought, well, should we just get straight into it with our weekly dopes and nopes? Goodness me, already throwing things. You having a panty? I'm just clearing space, valuable real estate. Oh, is that so? Selling sunsets? Huh? Can we just talk about selling sunsets? That is a whole lot of bull crap. Uh, I've never watched it. I'm not a reality TV fan. I did binge watch the whole, like, latest season. Only because Kat's so obsessed with it, though. She's like, what's the lady she's obsessed with? The one that got married? The um, Chrishell? Yeah, yeah. So I've. No, not about it. I enjoyed it. I, I think there's something nice about watching like stupid people that have become <laughs> awfully successful because it gives everyone else a bit of hope. Yeah, but it's not about the real estate. Like that's why I wanted to watch it at the start was like all like the big mansions and like the million mm. dollar listings. But like now it's just like drama. But how, how I find it weirdly inspiring that people <laughs> weirdly with inspiring. like zero like skills other than like personality disorders can become like <laughs> – <laughs> Successful and famous and aspirational. Yeah, yeah I think at that. It gives yeah. us a bit of hope. That of should hope. have been my weekly nope. Should but have, yeah, that's all right. But that would have been my dope. So then we would have been hammer time. Yeah. Now I'd like to introduce the hammer. So in every episode, when uh, we start to talk over each other, or we have really, what do you call when it? When things like, get rowdy, enthusiastic conversations. Enthusiastic. I will just give this a little. Tap, tap, and uh, order, order in the, the house. Order, yeah, order of the house. Great. So, yes. Anyways, let's move on to our weekly dopes and nopes. It is time for dopes and nopes. Every week, this is where we discuss our nopes, where we're like, hell no, this is not a vibe. We don't like this. To our dopes, this is cool recommendations. Mm. So, okay. Ty, do you want to kick us off? Uh, sure. I'll kick off with my note for this week. I was actually just perusing the news three minutes prior to this to find <laughs> out, as we probably all were. Um, my one is actually I just read that New South Wales Parliament has attempted to ban the term mate after anonymous complaints. Oi, mate. Uh, Oi, mate. <laughs> Uh, the news about the government ministers actually had to take a respect of work training workshop and were advised to stop using the word because I'm assuming Karen from – HR. Not even HR. (laughs) Karen would have been the security person at the gate just checking passes. 
and someone would have said, good morning, mate, and she would have lost it. To be fair, I will say I feel like in a certain context, mate can be very passive aggressive. That's the whole, That's the beauty of the word. So you can fuck. Like. <laughs> and champ. Yeah, and champ. Yeah. yeah or yep. a champ. Actually, if someone, call, yeah, if someone calls you champ in the wrong way, that's almost fighting words. Do you don't like that? If condescendingly, if someone said, all right, champ, I'd yeah. be like, let's step outside. <laughs> yeah. See, Never calling Thai champ. No, no, that's a, that's a big nope. That's probably the weakest Hard nope. nope. Yeah, 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 calling yeah. champ. But, yeah, it's quite a uh, champ culture, like a champ cancel culture where it's like you don't champ someone or you don't mate someone. Now. Is that is that mm. the way it's going? Mm. I don't know. It's like we are recently speaking to someone and it was the same kind of Oh, actually, I won't go down that path because it's... Ty's going to get cancelled within the first five minutes. Yeah. Let's just uh, tap that one before we go yeah. any deeper. Yeah. But anyways, um, so thoughts, feelings, suggestions on this New South Wales Parliament attempt to ban the term? Um, I think broadly it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like then if you attach it to an individual, that um, which you, you do for the sake of... Um, you know, jumping on a news cycle. If you attach it to someone that's typically a misogynist, like sure, mm. I see. I see it in that context where you're trying to make it a polarizing discussion topic. But broadly, like, get a life, really. Mm. Mm. Agreed. Oh, I feel like it's almost gender neutral oh. as well. Yeah, you know? I, I agree. It's. I feel like mate is a very inclusive term. It's like mateship as well. Like, yeah. Do you yeah. think it's a good thing? I, I think so. I call people mate all of the time. Yeah, I've probably called you, both of you mate. Yeah, yeah. You do actually on use a regular mate a lot. basis. You go, yeah, yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather make the champ, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Champs. That's fine. Champs, the pits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so heading into your dope then. Um, uh, all right, this is weird. The UK has actually just launched the first retirement home for bees. So, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where they get retired from. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what is that? We're gonna need to do a bit of a deep dive. I feel like we could do an entire podcast. So they, on apparently, there's like a retirement home for bees where they go into just like I don't know a garden where they retire. But what classifies a retired bee? Like, like is it a certain age? Like, oh, should I pull up the story? Where are your it must sources? be. I want facts. It must be only female bees because yes. every time a yeah, someone's got to pay for the male high, bee. High mortgage. Yeah, and so every time a male bee gets um, like impregnates the queen, um, they die. So there's pretty no sure. retirement for them. Then. There's they no, they get retired in the go. worst way possible. Dying. Created yeah. by flying flowers, bees visiting the honeysuckle bee time at <laughs> home can look forward to getting some rest and rejuvenation with facilities like recreational areas that are surrounded with pollen-filled flowers, a sugar, sugar water, water fountain, and even mini armchairs. Oh, bless. <laughs> I don't know. We saw this great inspiration for other others to create their own bee havens. Okay, I mean, really cute. yeah, Nike's still using toddlers to make shoes. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. I feel like those resources could be better used elsewhere. <laughs> Look, I say save the bees because aren't they quite it's important? True. Very important. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. why not? I think that's that's cute, but only in the UK. Only in the UK. I think. Um, I'm sure it'd be. Uh, implemented in Australia, if so, it could have swayed some mm. um, undecided voters. But <laughs> I will, <laughs> I I will say, say hmm. I feel like it's a missed opportunity because instead of retirement village, they should have called it Beetirement Village. Oh, yeah. good job, good job. How long were you thinking of that one? I, it just I, came to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> well, okay, well, yeah. I think that's. I, I think it's cute. I like your dope. Good hmm. job. And that was like, yeah, that's. That's our first kind of nope and dope of mm. 
the episode. So chee-hoo. Um, Nick, what's, what's your nope and dope? Okay, I'm going to start with my nope. Um, oh, I'm keen for this. And you know what? I feel like I'm coming out as a villain of this podcast because my nope for this week is the Met Gala. The, your nope? The entire Met Gala is my nope. Okay, so, and here yeah. is why. Let me explain. Okay. It was just so banal so disappointing i want to see a met gala red carpet where people are like embracing the theme theme. yeah what was the theme sorry the theme was gilded glamour yeah and honestly everybody fell flat what does that mean it was a reference to like the gilded age um and like gold and affluence it was when like a lot of upper class americans like built up their wealth liv can give us a better description probably so isn't that just what the met gala is about every year anyway just like rich people hanging out with each other last year it was like something to do with a usa history or something like that but the point is i feel Mm. like every year for the past few years all, everybody's just kind of fallen flat. Like I want to see some interpretive wearable art, people working with designers to like do something really cool and different mm. that's not like your standard red carpet, you know, because that's what the Met Gala is all about. Jared it's about, Leto like, was pretty, pretty gnarly. There, but then he always like, is. Yeah. 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 I feel like he would wear that to a standard red carpet anyway. So, so unless a- you're reinventing yourself, it's not, yeah. doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, I want to see people like doing something different and exciting and embracing the opportunity to like really go for it. And um, that didn't happen. And it hasn't happened for the last few years and it's disappointing. And so it's a no from me. Yeah, they just kind of use that as like a stage to just like PR attention, like just Mm. get get Mm. their name out there kind of thing. But like what classifies a invite? Like how do you – I have no idea how you – Well, Anna Wintour is the person who – writes the guest list yeah um sure. so i know i guess you have to be exactly friends with friends. her i think gladi got an invite who gladi who's that gladi but from yeah the the, the, the retired who? new south wales premier what that cannot possibly that's be true not. she's a big deal now no that's, that's oh fake my god news. that is fake that is news absolutely can we, can we create an audio where it's like <laughs> fake news like <laughs> Trump saying that yeah. is fake news <laughs> it's real <laughs> well, it says here, sorry, invites um, oh, in 2021, invites called for guests to channel American independence with their outfits instead. So, but yeah, mm. Gilded Glamour. It was um, in America, an anthology of fashion. Mm. So, yeah. Well, I didn't okay. see a lot of fashion. Apparently, I'll Kim was really not on theme. Even though yeah. we loved the look. I yeah. loved the look, but again, it was kind mm. of banal for yeah. what it was. Okay. You know, going from the black, you know, all over bodysuit, including the face, to that. Yeah. I mean, it was a step up, but still disappointing. But her, like, all black outfit was like a PR stunt to, like, support Kanye, like, in his new album, wasn't it? Like, she was dressing like that to support and to Well, mm. look how that turned out. Yeah, look. Poor Guys. Kimmy. Oh, while we're on that. <laughs> uh, wait, is this another topic we're discussing later on? But Pete getting... Like Kanye and Kim's kids tattooed on his neck. Yeah, you said that, but I. <laughs> that's a no. I... Yeah, that's definitely a no for okay. me, actually. Because, like, if you're dating someone, for, particularly if I was in Kanye's shoes, you'd be pretty upset if someone got your kid's name tattooed on their neck after, like, dating your, well, ex wife for six months. That's a. Doesn't he only have a little Kim's bit creepy, name? right? What is it? I'm trying to. I'd be to calling dogs. Fine now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he has, like, um. Oh yeah, Kim and kids initial in, initials tattooed yeah. on his neck. Creepy, I mean, creepy he's or got not? A lot of That's tattoos. creepy, right? He does have a lot of tattoos. Yeah, but kids' names on your neck. It's a bit creepy. That is like, a bit yeah. weird. 
I don't know. Mm. If ScoMo mm. got some kid's name tattooed on his neck, he'd be in strife. If you're watching us on YouTube, um, we will insert a video, <laughs> uh, a little picture of these tattoos. But yeah. he has a lot. Yeah, he should be put on a watch list for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of Pete. But anyways, I'm sure we'll have another episode mm. where we'll get into the uh, relationship wow. uh, status of Pete and Kim. And apparently, I was listening to uh, the Life Uncut podcast this morning. Apparently... Um, Kim is getting Pete. No, Kim is photoshopping Pete's jaw in her photos. Stop. That's very controversial. What's yeah. sharpening it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She's got a nice jawline, regardless. So mm. I mean. Yeah. So, anyways, there was just photoshopping drama where she photoshopped another like child's face on another child's face, like her <laughs> in her family members, um, because their outfits were more aesthetic to her grid profile. Stop. So she photoshopped Chloe's child onto one of the kids in the photo. But oh, in doing gosh. that, she had to adjust the skin tone as well. So there's controversy with that because changing skin color in photos. Wait, lighter or darker? Darker. Oh. Mm. Yeah. My yeah, wife right. gets spray tans. Is that all right? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I get spray tans. That's okay. But Guys. So yeah. isn't there, is there not a, pro- a social problem with spray tans these days? No. I don't think so. Isn't think it so. a version of blackface? Oh. I don't. I, That's no, big not the way. <laughs> not the way most people do it. No, although I think... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's edit this bit out. Jeez, all right. <laughs> Moving on. What I'm is offended. your what is your dope for the week, Nick? Guys, do you want to know what's really dope this week? Oh god. The iPhone 6. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say to everybody out there, these <laughs> Let me no. speak. Let me speak. These people have been roasting me mercilessly for a couple of weeks now. Well, tell now. them what you did, first of well, all. Well, I replaced my uh, <laughs> old iPhone with an iPhone 6. What was, she your repurposed. Old, what was your old iPhone? It was an iPhone SE. And she she actually she bought the iPhone 6 as well. When yeah, we have, it wasn't given. No, it wasn't a hand down. She yeah, paid money. To, I, think, I didn't pay much money for it. But, no. okay, let me explain. <laughs> it is functional. It is sustainable because it's repurposed. And it does everything that it needs to do. It still has a home button. So, yeah, so it does everything that it needs to do. And you know what? It's dope. And mm. as the young people say, don't at me. <laughs> That's that like a good great. vintage car. I love that. Exactly. Vintage mm. is so hot right now. Yeah, so. but like, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> it has just, a lot of problems. Well, then like Ty and I are here with like our 13 Pros. Actually, I've been having struggles. I didn't realise till a while when I put it in focus mode, it turns off my notification for some texts. So I've been missing people's texts for like a week. What? Yeah, focus is pretty much like do not disturb. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you know what you need to uncomplicate your life. I mean, we need, we need tech assistance. Well, there's a new learning. So focus will mute your text messages if you didn't know. Yes, yeah. but um, that's tires. If, if you know me, I'm not. I don't go really well with muted notifications i prefer to get all the notifications yeah yeah well i like your uh your dope it's um you don't but that's i don't but i'm i'm accepting but you have a reason why you chose to go for that phone what's your belief system in that well i okay well i went on a whole tangent when (laughs) you guys first started to roast me about forced obsolescence and the fact that you know apple is always constantly upgrading 
you know, sometimes once a year, sometimes multiple times a year, mm. um, and people are throwing out their stuff that really doesn't need to be replaced. And look, no judgment if you do that, because <laughs> I understand that we're all just working within the system that we're given. But my choice <laughs> we're is all just like the little minions. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We can't compete with big tech. But my choice is to stick with uh, something old school. And okay. yeah, there are places where you can go and buy a refurbished old phone so that you're not buying brand new. Which Should is, we link that in the show notes? Yeah, um, why not? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get them to sponsor us. Yes. <laughs> What's the company called? Should we uh, give them a shout I out? I think they're called Osmobile. <laughs> shout, shout out, out Osmobile. Yeah, shout out to Osmobile. <laughs> I also have a box of, I think, like six old iPhones under my desk somewhere. So you're yeah, welcome you to that. ravage that whenever you want. Mm. <laughs> okay. I always sell mine. I sell them to, I sold it to a really nice lady that just smashed her phone, my old one. Do, yeah. I just get anxiety if it's like somehow data being retrieved and people having access you to like shit it, they should though. Yeah, you can, oh, but you still can it's just like it. you know i'd rather for, for the sake of a couple hundred bucks it's like just the anxiety of them maybe you know just running through an image gallery or some shit like that i'd, okay. ra- I'd rather burn it fair enough <laughs> or give it to nicole <laughs> I, tr- I, tr- I, I trust it. nicole <laughs> love it all right so i will start off with my dope you guys both started with your nope didn't you mm-hmm. so i'm gonna start with my dope so i'm late to the party but i started the ted lasso tv show which is on apple plus Ooh, it's the goods so good started season two only a few days ago <gasps> i have a tangent in the real world did you see how he got he's get, currently going through a divorce the real guy yeah and his wife got served like oh. their divorce papers while she was on stage in an award show Stop. she was there someone walked onto stage and served her papers on the stage that's yeah. gotta be a start and he, yeah he said um he wasn't aware of it nor does he support that you know that, that, the, the, he gets that on the show as well sorry spoilers there's but no sorry, 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 way that could be yeah, real it's legit legit he's what he's he's, he's, he's yeah, now, J- Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, look at the papers being served. <gasps> Olivia Wilde is his ex. Yeah, she- so Olivia Wilde. So this is TMZ. This is a well uh, reputable source. Um, <laughs> Olivia Wilde, Sudeikis served, caught on video. Oh yeah, she's up on stage. Yeah. I will will insert yeah. and, into and the video. And serves her court dogs. I'm sus on that. Hey. I <gasps> yeah. just don't know how. We, you'd but she's a trooper. She like looked <gasps> at it and and then she just like. Oh my moved god, on. guys! Okay, so we're gonna put this into the video. So if you're watching on YouTube, but otherwise, if you're listening to us, basically this video is like she's just speaking on stage in this killer blue suit, and nice. she just picks up these papers and yeah, look. She's like that cannot be real. Surely there'd be like security backstage and people being like, "Look, (gasps) no, that." Oh my god! Could you imagine? She thought it was a script. Oh Oh my my god! God, That's so uncomfortable. Oh my god! It's almost like it's almost like um the chocolate dick. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit later. But oh my gosh! Well, apparently, yeah, she kept her composure. <gasps> but it literally says on the um the the envelope, em- envelope personal and confidential. Mm. Oh my god! Yikes! I wonder what happened there. Oh, they have two young children. Yeah, together. I think it's. An, I think they're going through a paternity battle or something like that. But oh um, gosh! Yeah, wow. that's got- pretty petty. 
you can you served. imagine doing that at your like your ex partner's work function? Yeah, I don't think he had anything to do. He claims he had nothing to do Righto. with that decision. <laughs> so what you think a friend just dropped it off for like a lawyer? Or well, something? There's, there's like in, in the states they have like companies that serve people with um, legal docs because I'm pretty sure like you have to have a. a some kind of um, accredited person delivered documents for people to receive them to officially like activate them. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I would not enjoy that. I don't know how she kept speaking though. Mm. Wow. Mm. Okay. Well, going back to my dope, Ted Lasso, <laughs> watch it if you haven't already. Um, it's, have you watched it, Nick? No, I've never <gasps> seen it. It's just a really good, feel good show. It's just got really good positive <laughs> messaging in it. It's funny. They won heaps of awards mm. for it as well. Um, but yeah, it's just a show where um, uh, basically it's just like a, a football club, soccer in the UK, um, and <laughs> a lot of shit goes down. And basically, this guy, which is um, Ted Lasso, who's played by Jason Sudeikis, he is employed to kind of he, he's American and he has no background in soccer, and he's employed to he's come an in NFL and, coach, yeah, right. And he's coming to pretty much destroy the club on purpose because the he doesn't know that he's so yeah he's yeah. been employed by the owners wife rebecca yeah mm. and she employs him intentionally to try and destroy the club and yeah it has the opposite oh. effect yeah because he's such okay. a great guy about like teamwork and all the boys getting together and like just having like a really good um team camaraderie anyways they end up doing really well um right. oh, spoilers um but anyways yeah it's just a really good feel good show so okay watch it um then moving on to my nope it is another tv like movie recommendation that is on netflix's time it's called the weekend away I watched it two nights ago and it was a waste of an hour and a half. It was shocking. Is like, this the mystery one with the two friends? Yeah. That, yeah, okay. yeah. It was like, I don't know. They didn't even say where it was set in, but basically there was just like um, her friend dies, uh, spoiler, um, disappears <laughs> on a night out and basically this friend's left to kind of like find her tracks. It's played by, um, let me just have a look. It's like. Um, the girl out of Gossip Girl. Which one, Blair or Serena? Blair. Um, <gasps> oh, yes. I've watched that. Yeah, that's shocking. It was so bad. So shit. It was yeah. just like. Yeah, and she ends up getting killed by the cop because the cop tries yes, to crack onto her. Yeah, but the guys, cop didn't end up killing her. It was her husband. Oh, it is too. Yeah. Yes, because she's having an affair. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm it, sure yeah. now I can't watch. No, this but it has the potential to go cult classic. I reckon, like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> it was, it was shit. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. Oh, it was in Croatia. Yeah. And it was in wo- split. Yeah. No, she tries to figure out what happens, and people are accusing her that she killed her. And it's and definitely like, an excuse for a, I think a work junk. They're like, which one to go film in Croatia? Oh, Let's it was. It was bad it was really bad mm. but anyways that is my nope so if you're looking at it don't waste your time that's an hour and a half that you could be doing something else you could be watching ted lasso <laughs> anyways moving on um let's get into the topic for today so it is all about social media habits so millennials versus zoomers boomers versus zoomers whatever you want to call it um we are going to speak about our social media habits and first of all i want us all to go through our phones <laughs> and have a look at our uh uh, phone statistics so you can find that yeah. in your settings for uh, people playing at home you can go into your settings and um into your where are we oh, screen Battery? time screen time is oh. it the same on, on an devices? iphone 6 <laughs> uh, well i was a bit worried about that so <laughs> um, so basically yeah let's go through battery 
No, no. Uh, screen time. Ooh, where's that at? Wow, you really are a... How old are you? Oh, this is what... He's a millennial. You help me What am this. I? You're a Gen Z. I'm a Zoomer. Or a Zoomer, but I don't I'm know if Zoomer, Zoomer baby. is derogatory or not, so... Help. Yeah, and I had to do it through battery. Oh, do you not have screen time? Oh, there, screen mm. time. Okay, so we're all on the screen time. <laughs> all right. Um, cameras, screen time. Um, so let's, first of all, hmm, let's go into our week. So if you go into... Oh, okay. Week. Let's compare weeks. Ty, okay. what's what's your daily average? Screen time. Yeah. Two hours and twenty four minutes. Oh, nice. Is that good? That's good. Uh, yeah, it's slower than mine. <laughs> what's yours? Four hours and twenty five <gasps> minutes. What is wrong with it's you? It's because I have it on when I'm driving. I have. Yeah, but you. You're not you allowed to drive do that. from Brisbane. Yeah, you can. What if it's you, on? Do you a... watch YouTube? No, no, no. <laughs> 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 no, I listened. I listen to podcasts. Yeah, but sometimes I listen to them on YouTube, like the way this setup is. But I'm listening, um, but it's just like a screen. So right, yeah. right, okay. I have daily. A- we're looking at daily average, right? Yes. I have two hours and forty one minutes, but that's based oh. on the past week. So, and saying that we we we, we stare at a lot of um, given our nature of work. Um, we have a lot of social up on like. These screens as well. I we do. Yeah. So, what's everyone's most used app? So, if you scroll down a little bit further, it's Instagram. Yeah, mine's yeah. Instagram of two hours and f- why that doesn't even make sense. I think it's no, because it's weekly average. So that's your daily screen time, but then your weekly average usage on that app. But my usage is more than my weekly average altogether. So mine's two hours and fifty nine minutes. Yeah, mine's the same actually. Oh, uh, what do you have? Two hours thirty nine. And it's Instagram. Yes. Okay. No, no, but it says daily average is fifty three minutes. So apparently on Tuesday, yesterday, because we're back at work, my average peaked. My uh, most used app is also Instagram. Wow. How many yeah. hours? Well, it says four hours and 32 <laughs> minutes, but I don't think that's possible. I think because once you fall down um, a black hole of um, creeping, you don't realize how th- much time you're wasting. I think it's come be- out the other end. <laughs> I think it's because I leave it open and it just plays mm. through reels. Oh yeah, and I'm like off doing other stuff. Sure, sure. That's what <laughs> that's sure. that's what she says. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> and then mine's messages afterwards, and then TikTok. Yeah. Mine's that's Safari next. Messages and Chrome. Who uses Chrome? I do to read shit. Oh, okay. Who See, uses Safari? I Everyone. use Safari. <laughs> Safari is my second most You're used kidding, app. Aren't you? Yeah. I my <laughs> Safari is not even on my most used. It's like yeah, Instagram messages. Right, we do, and we'll do a poll. We'll do, do, do a poll after this on Chrome versus Safari. I'll mm. put, oh, for sure. Well, it's different on your laptop, but on here I just use Safari. No, you yeah. have a Chrome app, and because oh, your Chrome app then links with your favorites with your laptop too. But oh. I think, yeah. Is this controversial? I feel like maybe yes, this is I controversial. Think it is. I, I think this know. is. It's either controversial or just fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be either. Is this like our way. ages yeah. playing? But then you guys are like. How am age? I the one who's got the most screen time out of everyone? That's maybe, what maybe, I want to know. Maybe you're just really um, enthusiastic about your iPhone upgrade. <laughs> yeah, maybe well. she's just like, it's so good on Instagram. Yeah. My, my quality or is so you need good. To, or you need to stare at the screen longer to, 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 to digest the <laughs> content. To justify. Through your limited pixels. Okay, and then I think this one's really interesting. How many pickups do you guys have a daily average of? Ooh, what I find out. What is that? So scroll down a little bit further. So 
My daily average is 116. So that's how many times you pick up your phone. Where's that? So oh. scroll down a little bit further mm. after your most used apps. Jeez Louise. Downtime, app limits, communication limits. What? No. Oh, no. Maybe the iPhone 6 doesn't have this. Oh, no. Wait. 91 pickups daily 91. average. Okay. 29% down from last week. Is that because it's only just the start of the week? Probably. Okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I so these are inaccurate stats, really. Oh, daily average. Oh. And then how many notifications? Keep going. So my oh. pickups. <laughs> uh oh. You have a lot. Um. So do we want total pickups? Uh, daily average. <laughs> Mine's like five hundred. <gasps> no, one hundred and seventy-seven. Oh, sweat. And then total pickups <laughs> for the week. Five thirty. Is that okay? Mm. What were you guys? Sorry. I was total pickups for the week, three, four, eight. Mm. 273. See, this is why my screen time makes no sense. No, but that's bad. That means you, once you pick up your phone, you're, you're highly engaged for a long period of time. Well, true. Yeah, okay. Um, and me, and I'm, just, I'm just sporadic. Too, yeah, so. you do pick it up a lot. Okay, and then keep going down. How many daily um, average notifications? I have 60. <laughs> 117. <laughs> you're popular, girl. No wonder I'm stressed, hey. <laughs> Mine's 145. But then I have all of my notifications turned off except for text messages and phones. So all my social media is all turned off. That's smart. Yeah, that is smart. I have emails on though, Mm. but yeah, everything else is turned off. But you guys don't have that. So This is making me very accountable. I feel like we Mm. should do this more often. Yeah. Well, it also kind of plays a part in like I used to get like really bad anxiety with like seeing all the notifications pop up and like how many people liked my photo or whatever it was. (laughs) Oi, you do the same. And anyways, it's just like you're constantly on, you're constantly wired and you're constantly like it's like always reminding you like what's happening um, in the online world. And I just turned it all off and now I'm chilling. That's nice. Yeah. So anyways, that was a cool little um, thing to kick us off in the topic today. So now that we've looked at our most used social media platform, which is obviously Instagram, it's funny how Facebook wasn't up there. Hmm. No. Mm, no. Well, I don't think, I don't feel like either of our generations really use Facebook. I use Messenger to chat with people overseas. Group. And and group chats. Mm. Um, But I would never use Marketplace. Yeah, and Marketplace. But I never, like, go on my feed and scroll through. Like, I wouldn't even know what is on my feed anymore. Mm, Yeah, fair. No, I don't. I hardly do that. They've now introduced Reels into Facebook to kind of compete with TikTok because TikTok's, like, the number one. It's, like, TikTok and YouTube and then Instagram. Does it just carry through through Instagram, like, link up, like, previous content? No, it doesn't link up. It's, like, separate. Like, you post on Facebook Mm -hmm. your Reels. But, like, it's just not cool. And apparently, like, the whole news feed is going to completely change to just Reels just because they're trying to keep up with the form of communication. Yeah. Interesting. Which, I don't know, just keep it as it is. Like, stop trying to copy each other. Like, TikTok now has stories, like, Instagram stories, Mm. but not Instagram, but, like, it has stories that are only up for 24 hours. And I just feel like the social media platforms just need to stay in their own lane. I think it's about trying to cannibalize the other. It is. It very much mm. is. But as a consumer, I prefer each one having a separate use. But you can you can have a different persona on each platform, though. I suppose you use each platform for a different purpose or you have a different personality. On yeah, and I just feel like I like how they're each different. Like I like how TikTok has your, your short videos and it's more entertaining and then Instagram is more of like a personal forum for me. Like it's more personal where I keep up to date with like my friends, mm. influencers. Well, that's what I use like for my job, like planning content. and And then Facebook is more for just like, I don't know, more like talking to your grand. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Groups, keeping in touch internationally. Yeah. Yep. Do you guys use WhatsApp? 
Uh, yeah, for some people, like I have some friends who, or family members that only mm. use WhatsApp and mm. I can't just send them a text message. Mm. So I use WhatsApp for that. Yeah. And also this is a good pro tip. If you're sending people images, like if you're sending images from an iPhone to an Android, if you send through WhatsApp, yeah. the quality is higher than if you just message them. Right. Like if what, you can't airdrop them, basically. Right. Well, that's what we need to do with Hannah. Because Hannah's, Hannah's the only, what, is Samsung. it Samsung? Yes. Mm. Samsung is like, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to keep that in mind. All right. So, I want to ask you both, in three words, how would you describe your relationship with social media? Um, you can think of it as one platform you're most used, which is Instagram, but like three words that can be completely like separate words that come sure. to your head. How would you describe your relationship with social media? Nick, do you want to mm. say Okay. Just whatever comes into your head. Um. Okay. Uh, social. Mm-hmm. Good start. Anxious. <laughs> Anxious. Yep. Um, and I don't know. In informative. Okay. So I use it for a lot of like news monitoring and current affairs and opinions and stuff like that. Okay. Cool. Which is why I'm so anxious when I use it. <laughs> right. So you find more like your relationship, like when you hop on your or when you're seeing notifications, you feel that sense of like what anxiousness rather than like mm. excitement or like it's more after i look at it it's more the product of what i'm consuming math. yeah right and you're saying like the content that you're consuming is more like news-based opinions yeah um so what type of people do you follow then so i follow a lot of news sites yeah um and i follow a lot of like political commentary yeah um both here and internationally um but then i also follow a lot of like influences mm-hmm. and you know things to do with my hobbies yeah. and I and like fashion blogs and stuff like that and I think that um kind of cross-section of information and imagery mm-hmm. that's coming at me particularly on Instagram mm-hmm. is part of what creates this like emotional roller coaster and probably mm-hmm. other people can relate to this too because what happens is when you're scrolling through your feed mm-hmm. you get like a cute dress a cute dog you yeah. know a fun like travel photo mm-hmm. and then you get like Cunt- Ukraine being yeah. invaded by Russia yeah the stuff that makes you anxious rape yeah. and murder and you know abortion being Mm. criminalized in America and stuff like that. And that's why I think it like amplifies the anxiety because if it was just that and I could emotionally prepare Mm. myself every single time Mm. for just like that barrage of negativity, Mm. it would be a completely different experience from getting that like cross section of all of that different input. Your brain can't deal with that, I don't think. And you find that that's mostly on Instagram then? Yeah. Yeah, and that's because that you you choose to follow those type of um, yeah. platforms. Though. I did this to myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's interesting because I feel like you 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 wouldn't want to unfollow them, would you? Like you want to because you also I think we've spoken about it previously. You want to also know what's happening. Like you may get a sense of anxiousness not knowing what's happening yeah. when you're not checking as well. So there's mm. that cycle of um, feeling shit afterwards because mm. you've seen something that makes you anxious, but then having that anxiousness of news and stuff that's popping up on your feed mm. that you're missing out on because you're not on your social media device. So yeah. it comes full circle. It's a vicious circle. cycle. Yeah. It is quite a vicious cycle. Wow, mm. that's very interesting. But then you also said that it's um, – it's social, so you obviously use it to communicate yeah. with your friends and um, your your opinion that way. Do you think it's more imagery or words that make you 
somewhat triggered or anxious because I know that Instagram is very visual now with whether it's reels or um, yeah, stories, Instagram posts, it's more of obviously mm. a visual platform. So do you find yourself like triggered by imagery or? Yeah, I think a lot of um, like a lot of news uh accounts in particular do this thing where they'll put like a headline image and then like headline sure. text underneath mm. yeah and generally that is the stuff that really hits home because mm. you see the image and then immediately you get like the information yeah. to contextualize it yeah yeah and are there some sources that you think are that you'd recommend to people that are a good way to get your like news or because i know that i think it's like daily oz is mm. it the daily um, they produce like really good um, uh, social content of the news that's currently happen- happening, but it's mm. like more digestible. Like it's yeah. it's, yeah. it's a I, lot easier to read. I think that's challenging too is where it's like this headline education or headline news cycle where – and um, I've been a victim of it even like I talk about it with V all the time where it's like um, you get this snippet in a headline which yeah. is totally misleading mm. and out of context of the actual story and then you read – you actually – if you – if you can be bothered, you read the article and it's a totally different take on the headline. Mm. Um, so it's pretty dangerous. And I think there needs to be some kind of accountability and like some sort of ethics around those headlines as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think so too because a lot of those stories are hidden behind paywalls too. Yeah, right. So they're clickbaiting you into, <laughs> they're clickbaiting you into spending money with them and, you know, getting – getting eyes yeah. on pages um and but part of my because my brain won't switch off when i mm. see a disturbing headline i'll then go onto my laptop and or just onto safari yes. on my phone <laughs> and um and then do like a deep mm. dive into whatever it is which you know obviously stresses me out even more when it's wow. a certain issue so yeah yeah it's interesting so is that kind of like a a desire to want to save the world a little bit I don't know. Or just be I, the best you for like within your community or um, or it's just like like how you're wired. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Ma- maybe it's a bit of a journal instinct as well yeah. because I was a journalist for almost 10 years and yeah. so you, you know, you never switch off in that job. You're always monitoring yeah. the news cycle. Sure. So I think maybe there's a bit of that. But, yeah, maybe it's also particularly right now with a federal election looming, mm. it's about, you know, staying across issues that matter to me and mm. seeing who's sort of the best person to reflect my you know, views and all that jazz. But yeah. um, slim pickings at the moment. But when there's slim pickings, that is also very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> so Nicole's going to run. Ooh, <laughs> Absolutely I'm not for you. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Let's not manifest that. That's, um, yeah, that's super interesting. Ty, how would you describe your relationship in three words? My first, the first word that came to mind to me was just fine. Like, fine? My relationship's fine. <laughs> It's a therapy session. Huh? Yep, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, necessary, just given the, the industry that we're in. Yeah. Um, and the other one, uh, when, when I was, uh, catfish came to mind. Catfish. Catfish. Yeah. Just because I feel like everyone's just catfishing everyone. And, but so the, true. To the point where, like, um, it's funny. It's like um, I was chatting to someone the other day, and I had it's like, like I, I see everything is blur now because I don't take. Like even from people I follow that I'm friends with, it's like I, mm-hmm. I truly see um, like content in my head as just like like almost a, a a highlight reel of just yeah people's lives. So yeah, whilst I enjoy digesting it, I also know it's highly curated and, and because of that, yes, yeah, so you take it with like a grain of salt. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Interesting. And it is true though. Like some of your friends like could be posting about their partner in, in a great relationship, but like the the reality of it, like yeah. I know with my girlfriends, like the reali- reality of it is that they're so sad and oh, <laughs> yeah, that they're so sad with like their <laughs> oh, lives, yeah. which is really sad. But like a lot of girls like my age, they like post for validation and it's it's just like mm. this facade. And, and it was interesting. Mm. Yeah listening to the life uncut podcast this morning they were um breaking down the yeah kim kardashian photoshopping and and it's and kids on social media and mums posting their kids (laughs) (laughs) um but it's more of like a a, a, like a marketing front like it's like their business like Mm. it's it's like every individual now treats themselves as a brand, it's just like how they ha- ha- exactly. It's how it's how they're well, kind of. It's the context of the world we live in. It's like and everyone th- like markets themselves. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the the discussion was like, well, why would you put like why wouldn't you post your kid or like the actual photo of them two together? Why would you Photoshop someone else's head on it? Like why would you do it? But <laughs> that she, I don't understand. She came to Twitter like she is sorry. She like she she admitted to it and she was like, it's because like my content was like my aesthetic was like all pink. I don't know. And that's a good enough excuse but it's like it's like it's my brand okay. um I guess. and it, i just think is it, but I, it's definitely transitioned from once being something where you actually share your life and what you're getting up to to mm. now it actually being like a highlight reel um mm. and personally i tend to not even post to socials and i'm like doing I'm socials for everyone else yeah well i get tapped on the back by um the other half and says like yeah why aren't you posting? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that as well. Like mm. some of my girlfriends are like, oh, why didn't you post for my birthday? Like birthday oh, shout outs, yeah. putting it on your story. Like, are we okay? Like, yeah, is something. Like, yeah. Oh. Didn't I call you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, are we all good? Like, you we didn't- need some PDA. Or. Or another example, like something was posted and it was like, you didn't oh, like you, it. You didn't, you didn't reshare it. You were tagged in it. Are you offended by it? And it's like, oh. no, I just don't want to reshare it. And it's, uh, but it was taken offense. Like it was like, oh, like is everything okay between us? It's like, yeah, I just don't want to share it. So it's um. interesting between like the psychology of it all. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah. That's such a minefield. It truly is. If you call someone for your, their birthday, like I would only birthday post if I was with someone on their birthday. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I tend to do the mm. Facebook timeline, like the. Oh, and how good is it? How you just get the pre-prompts from Facebook? And you go, yeah, yeah, boom. Well, we yeah. can't keep up with all no. of your friends' birthdays, like yeah. unless you have a calendar for I've it. I've got a good thing in Facebook now where you can go to their page and you go see friendship, and it just says photos of you together, and you can just share a photo to the page. So oh, that's happy cute. So it's thoughtful but easy. <laughs> <laughs> Someone call lazy, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, it's um, but yeah, I do the timeline. But then some people are like, oh, you didn't put something on your story. You didn't put a photo of us, and it's like I'd I've put, gotten yeah. rid of those friends now, though. Yeah, yeah, I'd, put, I'd probably refer yeah. to those friends as <laughs> and move on. I <laughs> I don't even post on Facebook. I just call. I yeah. just call people on. See, but then there. I am. Where's he going? Huh? Where's he going? Time out! Time out! But now I've completely fucked. Oh, a- I deleted all of my um, like young photos on Facebook. Mm. Just I don't know. I just don't like it. I I would delete Facebook. But then it's I feel like everyone like with groups or marketplace or whatever it yeah. is like that's like the way to chat or yeah. And even events still some people do. Uh, yes. like Facebook events, yep. which I'm not super into. I feel like a group chat is more sufficient. Yeah. But then if you've got 50,000 group chats, then that's problematic too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. 
But um, yeah. That's and this is why I'm not on TikTok because <gasps> You're yeah, out. guys, I'm not on TikTok. But it's because I feel like I have too much of a social media overload already. And I know that I would probably in a way be better off for it if I was on TikTok, but... It's a form of entertainment. I know. It's positive entertainment, though. So is Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) And my screen time, my average screen time is already four hours, apparently. Yeah, we don't need any more hours on yours. Good gosh. All right. Are they my grapes? My grapes. They're my grapes. I'll put the bottom shelf. In the, uh, they're not in the my grapes bowl. then. Okay. Well, um, what was your last word to describe? Oh, you said it was a necessity. Well, necessity, yeah, just with work, job. Work yeah, because like, like I know someone that doesn't have any social media at all whatsoever. She has a fake Facebook purely because she has to make connections with work. Like that's just her job. Mm. Like that's how they all communicate and make group chats. And like, that's what's really, yeah, that's what runs her day to day schedule. Cause she's running around. She, um, buys stuff for sets, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, she doesn't see any of this. And while I do see a positive where she, like, doesn't hear any of the news, doesn't get anxious about any of the stuff, she's also missing out on, like, entertainment and connecting with friends and all that stuff. So I I, I don't know. It's um, it's a... Saying that the best holiday I've had, and um, V will say the same, is we went... V well, is uh, Ty's wife, by the is, way. Um, <laughs> we went to Vanuatu for my brother's wedding and it's like this little island called Erica Island. No reception. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. I legit went there thinking I was going to work and they had like w- one like fucking box computer in the reception. So I legit had to sit down at the reception desk to check my emails. But no, no signal other than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the first day I was, I was, you can imagine me without being able to check my emails. Yeah. So and you the, struggle to switch off though, don't you? I prefer to be, yeah, I definitely prefer to be on all the time than off just because... I like to make sure. So when you're off, do you get anxious? Not anxious. I just find a way to be on. But like if you, someone threw away everything or you oh. had no reception, do you get anxious not knowing what's happening? Oh, for that content, for that trip, like I, was, I wasn't as busy as I am now. I was like a while back, but it was nice just to be offline because we actually like our relationship, like you actually engage with yeah. each other for yeah. a long period of time. Yeah. Like now with a partner, it's like you probably legit max out at a, what, maximum 10 minutes engaged attention but having like actual genuine Mm. thoughtful conversations not not just 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 sitting next to each other without a device sucking you in like even even just like that passive company yeah but real like real company was was pretty yeah and you even find it in certain situations where you're not doing anything whether you're waiting for an uber or you're I don't know, sitting in an Uber or whatever mm. you're doing where you're by yourself and you can't speak to someone, you always result to like this. Mm. I know for me, like just being a safety, like uh, what is it? Like a comfort thing. Like to avoid talking to strangers. Pretty much, yeah. So when I'm walking yeah. into the gym, I'm like on my phone, I'm not doing anything. Like mm. I'm literally just like I've got it up and I'm just like pretending that I'm on it because I've already been on it for the first half an hour. Like Saying that, I have like not social anxieties, but I, like I avoid interactions with people I don't know in real life. Like the other mm. day I was at the gym. And it was, I'd walked in and it was like um, partner drill and I stopped it out. I said, no, no, I can't, I'm not doing, I can't. <laughs> so, so do you think, do you think that's because we are so accustomed to having a device and not really doing one-on-one partner work with people these days? Like it's uh, like, even our meetings are like mm. online. They're like uh, through audio or whatever it is. Like even I find when people come to the office and they come for meetings, it's a bit like a, mm. oh, I'm not used to this one. Like interacting face-to-face with people. It's uh, uh, Well, in work, I really like interacting with people. I think just outside of work, it's like, um, I don't know. Like only recently I've become like allergic to it. Mm. Where I don't enjoy small talk. Like 
Like I don't show up to social events. I typically would anymore. Yeah. I think maybe, it, could, it could be just a Is that due to COVID well. as well? Like being so used to not really seeing people? Um, no, like I used to have to not, I, like, I, no, I used to not be able to be home and now it's the opposite. Like yeah. I'll avoid social events at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah, but, I don't know, but it's not like a, a, a sad thing or anything. I think it's just a different phase. Yeah. Mm. No, it's mm. interesting because then if I was to describe my three words with socials, it would be like fun, entertaining, um, bright like that's nice i definitely have positive connotations towards it and because i've turned off all my notifications and i made socials what i wanted to make it because very early on like when i was growing up during school and stuff for reference i'm 21 um (laughs) just i think an age reference is kind of good it was always like quite a it's when everyone was comparing themselves influences were coming out and it was like i grew up with socials being our form Mm. of connection no writing letters no whatever you guys used to do phone calls (laughs) exactly right msn messenger yeah i did the nudges i did nudge on um msn yeah um but yeah it was a a really big part on relationships and um status when i was growing up and anyways it was just it it still is detrimental to your mental health um and but i chose to block everything out so turn off notifications deleted any like unfollowed any people that i thought just didn't make me feel good but i obviously did a huge detox and a cull of all the things that didn't make me feel good on all platforms um but that's why it's like a positive place because now whenever i go into the feed it's like stuff that i like as people saying things that i want to hear and um but i personally made it that way so i went against what instagram wanted to show me but yeah so and then obviously like my job like making content and entertaining purpose like making entertainment for consumers um is yeah, it's fun. It makes me happy. <laughs> I have a question then. I'm intrigued yes. about this because Ty and I are millennials. You're may, Gen Z. Yes, but may I just add, yes. I don't follow any news sources. I do not right. keep up with any news. I like, I don't follow anything. Like I am lucky to watch the project in the evening because I choose to watch the project because for me, it's more digestible. Yeah. Mm. But I also hate to say, it, I don't really have a care for it. I don't really, mm. I so- it doesn't change my day to day, and I'm okay with that. This is a rabbit hole for you and I, then. So, mm. say for and and like this isn't nothing negative for uh, towards live, but like people that disengage from the news cycle, yeah, um, and it kind of just kind of self curate their own mm. their, their own intake. Um, is there, a, and then they go and vote. <laughs> Where a worry. Is that what no, you're it's not a worry. It's like that, but it's just the world we live in. It's like, how it is. Yeah, yeah, should, that's should, reality. Yeah, but there's there's a problem there, right? Yeah, there is a problem, and you know, I think partly um, the responsibility lies with. I mean, you just said this. Mm. You watch the project because it's digestible. Yeah, mm. I don't want to say all you- that heavy stuff. Like the ABC is boring as that shit to me and it doesn't do anything for my life it just like I would choose to not know is that bad (laughs) well no I don't think it's bad I I think that's a human instinct you know like you can only take so much Mm. um you know so much negativity and there is a lot of negativity Mm. in the news cycle right now but it's like it doesn't even like I don't even feel negative after watching it. Like it doesn't really impact me. Because it's just, just blur to you. It's, yeah. like white, it's like white noise. I don't. Yeah, mm. I just don't really. You're not engaged. I'm not entertained, so yeah. what, I'm not going to watch it. Yes, we need to be entertained. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I think partly the responsibility of that lies with, um, you know, traditional news media, making mm-hmm. stuff more digestible, making it more accessible, making it less um, opinionated and mm-hmm. more factual. Yes. Um, but, I mean, I do also think, um, and we've talked about this, yeah. I do think when you're an adult and when you're part of the democratic process, it is everybody's responsibility to get informed. Mm. But I also understand that that feels inaccessible because you feel like no one's talking to you. Mm. you no feel one's like, speaking my language. Yeah, they're really not. <laughs> and and that's a problem that lies with the politicians and the people who are leading our society because they're not speaking to every member of the community and yeah. that's their job to be yeah. public representatives of everyone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just like... I don't know if they did something that was kind of like more my speed. Like, I don't know if I saw politicians, I'm not saying like. Making a TikTok. Yes. <laughs> well, that's how I would digest it. That's where I sure. see them. And yeah. seeing like Anastasia Palaszczuk, like doing like little TikTok dances. I don't know. It's entertaining to me. <laughs> yeah, but see, for me, if I saw Anna P doing TikTok, like. I'd, yeah. that, <laughs> I, that would that would impugn her credibility, I yeah. think. Yeah. But see, for me, I'm like, you go, girl. I'm yeah. like, that's cool. So, but yeah, it's mm. it's uh, it's very interesting. And we were listening to um, a really interesting talk about um, interesting, interesting. How many more times do I want to say it? Um, but we were listening to uh, social trends, and they were saying, yeah, TikTok is like number one. And someone asked, so how do if I work for the government mm-hmm. um, or like uh, for a politician, how do I kind of get them into that kind of um, space, into that mm. space? And that's what Anastasia Palaszczuk is doing. And I think. Um, um, old mate in Melbourne. What's his name? Oh, Dan Andrews. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> the, pre- the premier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just had yeah. a mind blank. Um, he's already the most hated person in the country. Is he? I think at some point he was. He was Depends vote- on really who you he, ask. He yeah. Was voted he- the, mo- the most. Uh, at some point in the pandemic, he's the most hated person in the country. That's so For mean. the lockdowns. Yeah. 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 I mean, people were over it. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. But he creates TikToks as well. But that's how he kind of gets in with my age group. Like, yeah. that's how we kind it's of. smart. Yeah, because then we remember him and, like, we know his face and we think he's 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 cool. <laughs> so, yeah. But then you guys think it's an absolute joke if you were to see him do that. You're like, you're just like, what? Like, going, like, below standard? Like, Oh, well, there's a few ways to look at it, I suppose. You look at it in terms of, you know, Taxpayer resource being waste on Dan Andrews dancing in front of a fucking camera, um, but then if it's they educational it. and is actually spreading valuable yep. knowledge to a cohort that digests it that way, sure. Okay, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like if you, yeah, it, I think you're never going to please everyone. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no. And yeah. but but yeah, if you, if if you saw, it's like seeing your dad on TikTok. Yeah, it's like, but it's like someone. Yeah, but what, what about that Stacey dad? That guy that's like got oh, millions yeah. of followers. But, but he's, but he's, he's not a funny. politician. Like he's, not, yeah. Yeah. he's not also like legislating. Yeah, and to be fair, he's no, not. But I would make him a politician. Yeah. No, but he's not leading that. His daughter's leading it. True. And it's like almost like a behind the scenes of like a, uh, which is cool. Where I think a politician could get away with that way where it's like they have a media advisor that films behind the scenes stuff to give it's almost mm. like a sneak peek into their persona their day what they stand for etc etc yeah. yeah. but when they're actively like trying like trying too hard to be cool yeah like, no yeah mm. 
Yeah, I think I think if that was what it was, lifting the veil on actually what your taxpayer money goes mm. to, you know, their salary, what they do in a day. Um, when I, in my brief foray into working as a media advisor in federal politics, that was something I really pushed because I think otherwise you don't see these people yeah. as human. You don't see them as working for you, doing their jobs. You just see them as these guys that, you know, collect a enormous salary and you know sit and yell at each other across the room mm. a couple of times a few times a year yeah it's very interesting so do you think we'll move on to another question that i want to sure. ask so do you think um should news be allowed on social media absolutely mm. it's no-brainer it's like um particularly given like where, where free to air tv is going like i think it's a necessity mm-hmm yeah, I agree with that. Um, but like we were talking about earlier, the clickbaity or mm. one-line headlines, even if they're not clickbaity, it's still problematic because you can't possibly fully inform anybody in one sentence about mm. current issues, you know, mm. and that's just the way it is unless you were posting. You know, I, I really enjoy when people post like several little um, squares and one of them's each one of them has like a little bit of information on it mm. yeah and it all uh, culminates in a story yeah um that the daily sort of thing that. i appreciate yeah um but it's really i mean social media is still so much like the wild west with all of that you would have to have somebody really kind of i mean all of the like journalistic ethics that exist currently refer to traditional media not to socials or any mm. kind of digital platform. So I think there really needs to be like an overhaul of that mm. um, and some sort of framework to hold people accountable for the way in which they're delivering news and the kind of um, the, the topics that they're actually uh, selling as news. Mm. Because, I mean, we've all seen like certain publications, which I won't name, putting like, you know, top 10 Gold Coast influencers <laughs> as like a, you know, uh, a news headline. But I read that. I mean, sure, <laughs> but, but it's not like... Um, maybe it is news. I don't know. See, no, that, maybe that's a generational thing. I don't consider it news. I just read it because it popped up and I, I was consider like. consider oh. that to be like a maybe a current affair or like gossip or something yeah. like that. Maybe it's a column, but. Well, yeah, for me, if there was like top 10 influences, yeah, on the Gold Coast or whatever it was, like obviously I work with influencers. So it was, it was yeah. news for me to know who's yeah. trending and who I should be sure. working with for our clients. So that's yeah. also why I read that, but. Fair shake. And this is the other thing, like that's a good, well, that's a good thing. I haven't heard that before. (laughs) That's, that's a good thing about um, news being on social media is that you can consume a lot of different perspectives all at once. Whereas like Mm. traditionally, if you were choosing, tuning in for the 6pm news, you can only watch one, you know? So at least now we can consume news across like a more diverse spectrum Mm. if we want to. If we want to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I do like how if news was to be on, well, it is on socials, that you can choose what news you want to see. You can choose what publications you want to follow. Um, and you have that choice instead of like mainstream news where it's just like everything is in the one spot. I think it's nice to, if you wanted news about a certain topic, you're able to follow a certain um, channel that produces that. Yeah. yeah. This is also problematic though, mm. which we've kind of, you mentioned before, it's, you know, then you get yourself into an echo chamber yes. because you're only following people who confirm 
or reflect the views that you already have. Yes. Mm. Because it's easier to do that, that to, you know, see your own views reflected back to you than yeah. it is to be challenged. Well, so yeah, it pulls out the kind of the, the, the ability of like critical analysis of, of your own thought, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of news now is not objective, mm. um, which is problematic in itself. But then the fact that you can choose to only consume the news that's not objective, that reconfirms what you already believe, mm. that can be incredibly dangerous. And I think that's why we're seeing um, this intensely kind of partisan vibe that's existed in the USA for many, many years arriving in Australia mm. because people are only getting one perspective. And mm. once you only get that one perspective, it's really hard to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Mm. Mm. And taking that back to socials as well, it happens all the way through to politics, I find, through, through to fashion, mm-hmm. even um, – like I go to the playground and with Bowie and all the kids are wearing the same tracksuit from the latest trending um, <laughs> at-home mummy stylist. Or, yeah. So it's you kind of, yeah, people are like, I feel like society is losing its its ability to have individuals as well or individual thought process or, or even like losing out, yeah, the, the power of critical thinking and mm, it's, fully. it's scary because it's yeah. easier to just to follow Especially in this day and age, it's easier to follow than to ask ask a controversial question or go down your own path, right? So let me ask. So do you think social media is like destroying creativity and being um, individual? I, I think like true creatives like don't really give a fuck about anyone anyway. So that they, they, that they will kind of carry their own torch. Yeah. But like people that are looking to be creative, yeah, absolutely. It's like you they, they jump on the, the latest trends. trends or and you see it's like. You, you would go to go to Burley Burley Pav of a weekend, mm. and the person that's dressing unique and creatively is probably looks like a bit of a weirdo. Yeah, where you have the the, the fucking clones with the matching Gucci the cookie bags cutter. And, and, yeah, yeah, the cookie and and they're the cool kids. Like it's just um, yeah, it's more. But there's security in that, I guess, for people as well. So mm. whilst it's it's easy. And validation knowing that yeah. you all kind of dress the same or you all kind of do the same. It's validation yeah. and confidence that you yeah, kind of exactly. have like so, uh, alliances with all these people in the mm. community. So it's easy to kind of smear shit on it and say this is bad, but it, it gives people a sense of belonging as well. And yeah. I don't know if that <laughs> it goes either way, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things, you know, like I've said a lot of negative things about social media so far but one of the <laughs> things I love about it is the way that it allows people to find new creative avenues mm. for informing entertaining mm-hmm. and you know I always get a little bit triggered when when like certain people rag out on your generation Jen mm-hmm. said because I'm like these guys are the most innovative creative communicators mm. of of all of us yeah because you've grown up with this technology and you're using it in a way and making it your own mm. in a way that's like changing the game for how we talk to each other and that's not a bad thing you know mm. it's like anything it depends on how you use it and what your intent is mm. and what the intent of other people on the platform is um but I always love to see like what the youths are doing on, you know, eventually TikTok trickles down to me on Instagram and I love to see it. It's so fun. I'm like, oh, these it young people fun, are so like. The stuff that we're producing is fun and then the stuff that what you guys are producing. Uh... <laughs> bow, bow. Just kidding. Really? You're meant to be doing that for me. Exactly. So that's you're, where we You're come my creative in director in my. Yes. I'm your manager. Huh? Your influencer manager. Yeah. No, so I think 
I don't know. I feel like I can be more creative than ever with social media. But then again, I will preface on certain platforms. Instagram, I hardly touch because it's just not where I feel I can be creative. And I, sure. when I don't feel creative, I shut down and I don't want to use it. So Instagram for me is... I yeah hardly post to it it could be like a really nice photo it could be like highlights for me and then TikTok though is like you can do a dance you can be silly you can do voiceovers you can do reviews of things you can do day in the lives whatever you want to do and that's where I kind of thrive and I like that everyone mm. else is doing that as well and everyone feels so comfortable like guys are dancing like beforehand if you posted that on like Instagram as like a normal video before reels it would like be like cancelled or whatever like people can just do what they want to do mm. um, and be creative and even like mm. um, artists like being able to upload their own work and um yeah i think it's a it, it's a really creative space if you want it to be and you can find your people you know you like in when you're talking about people who are you know maybe don't fit into a traditional mold of what is mm. Let me rephrase that. I'm trying to think of what to say. You can find your people. You can find people who are, you know, creative in the same way as you, like the same niche things as you are of, you know, identify uh, as the same sexual orientation, identify Mm. as, you know, um, you know, whether it's trans or non-binary or asexual or, you know, people who might not have seen themselves reflected in, in anybody else media. yeah and and yeah. still are not really represented in mainstream media that is so valuable for yeah. people who might not otherwise think that mm. they matter and or I th- yeah and i think the positive thing is as well social media has like this algorithm where they <laughs> find out who you are and then they that's how they join you with other people with the similar interests the similar creative style or the similar uh, whatever it is like that algorithm brings you all together which i really like and then i know that i'm always going to have content that's positive to me. Okay, let's talk about um, social media and companies being allowed to show advertisements. Do we think it's dope or nope? <laughs> I just incorporated <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, should they allowed to be? Should they? <laughs> can't speak. Should they be allowed to show advertisements? What do we think? Who? Sorry. Social media companies. Well, social media. Well, companies on social media. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. It's a Why? hard yes from huh? Why? Yeah. Well, well it's, it's, that's what the platforms are built for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think it's kind of putting products in front of you. Obviously, like, people need to be aware like, of what advertising is and they're being, you know, how they're being marketed to. But, yeah. Um, I think there's also a point where they obviously uh, take advantage of, for example, like my age group or uh, mm. like uh, having – things available like Afterpay or ZipPay or whatever it is. And they are pushing that through our social media so that we always know that there's always a way that we can purchase and spend our money that we may not exactly have. And for me, if I wasn't um, financially or yeah, financially aware of what I have, mm. that could be really detrimental. And I know heaps of girlfriends that max out their afterpay mm. every week just because they're constantly seen on their social media through influencers wearing the clothes from a certain company. And mm. a certain company then like throws afterpay ads all over their screen. Sure. They think it's something that it's very obtainable for them, regardless mm. of how much they earn or regardless of even if they've mm. got the money. 
I think and that, I think that's really dangerous. I think that comes down to regulation, which I think feel like regulation is you know slowly catches up to um, yeah tech yeah. Even a regulation of but, if they only showed certain ads during certain hours due to um, due to certain mm, stats of when people are most you know, like there needs to be a level of consumer kind of responsibility as well. You can't you, there you, does you can't you can't blame an app. Well, there's some something you can, but you can't blame a company for putting an ad in front of you and then you making a decision. I yeah. want that. Yeah, um, but it's also gotten to a stage as well where. Um, Certain social media platforms, or all social media platforms, they have less data to work with now mm. as well. So they, us as uh, having clients and putting social, uh, making mm. social media ads, we have less to work with in terms mm. of targeting. So they use their own algorithm. So I that's think why, that's why create like creativity is so important as well. Because yeah, you know, mm. um, brand equity is more important than ever. Mm. Um, brand values are more important than ever. Um, totally. You know, you pay a premium because. A brand values aligned with your values. So, mm. um, if anything, I, I I like the idea of data being stripped back because you come back to this evil pl- level playing field again of like yep. it's brand sure. on brand again, which yep. is like in my head that's really fucking cool. Yeah, mm. yeah. And it's like what what do you have to offer? Like what exactly is your right. at the end exactly of the day, right. it's like what is well, your brand? <laughs> well, how do you connect with your community better? Yeah. Mm. Why is your brand better than the other brand? It Why comes back to better? the drawing board of your yeah. actual talent of digital marketing, creativity, graphics, yeah. and your ultimate, like your product. Oh uh, yeah, your your product. Well, well, these days it's like have, have, having an exceptional product or a good product that solves a problem is like that's entry level stuff now. The, the mm. like your brand DNA that separates you from the rest of the market. Like mm. that, that 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 that's that's where the kind of the real value lies, I think. Yeah, mm. for sure. I will say I've made some really solid purchases based on my social media ads, <laughs> but so, <laughs> solid meaning expensive. Solid, or? No, just meaning like good. Good. Meaning like Wise I didn't decisions. have any regrets. Yeah. Um. But I will say like that's. I'm also coming at it from a financially literate perspective. Mm. I know yes. how much money I earn. I know how much I can spend. Um, and also from a perspective of someone who can think critically, mm. do I need this? Yeah. Is yeah. this a reputable business that I'm being marketed to yeah. by? All of those sorts but of things. But if you weren't that? Well, here's the thing. I think like I think Ty is absolutely right. There's definitely a degree of consumer responsibility with that. Mm. I also think our entire system mm. hasn't caught up to where we're at. Like are we learning in school how yeah. to think yeah. critically about how social media markets to us, how mm-hmm. we're targeted yeah. by certain brands, how, you know, our financial literacy, which I know I certainly wasn't taught anything about no, being financially literate and budgeting yeah. in school, how that can play into the way we're marketed to and how that can leave us vulnerable to mm. certain companies. Mm. No, but we do learn how to do it from the other end, from a consumer psychology perspective when you're studying marketing and sales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, you can learn on the other side but they're not too eager on yeah but two sides. again like I've, I've, I've been yeah i've been advertised too as well and bought made big purchases based on um being targeted on socials and i'm, I'm aware of it but i'm also like again you're know, critical thinking so i wouldn't have i wouldn't have known this exists unless i was part of this funnel but i enjoy the product yeah um i'm aware that i was you know um, Cond? No. no yeah, like, like mine raped a little bit. But, <laughs> what, did you, what did you call that? <laughs> what? But it's a good outcome. I'm happy because yeah. I, I have something that – because that process also conditions me for pleasure. Yeah. Because that's, that's the whole point of it. Like, yeah. With, 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 without that, there's no dopamine at the end. It, you just you're fucking left with just, you know, weak bits and – 
What, what's Full the most expensive milk. thing you've bought based on a social media Ooh, ad? This is a good question. Um, a Range Rover Classic. Really? That's was, a pretty big purchase. And that was like a, that was, that was a, a GQ ad out of the UK targeting me, telling me how cool these fucking cars are. And you bought in. Uh, and then I, then I searched for one on Marketplace, and they're rare as, and then I found one like within 72 hours and I owned it within like four days. And now it's wow. in the, I have the, you've seen it. The old one? Yeah, and it's in the shop now getting resprayed. Wow, that's a really good. I feel like that's yeah, really good targeted Cause, cause, advertising, and, and that's because it was a GQ article. So I'd, I'd read GQ, reputable, and, and I was up one of their more recent articles on um, why the, the the fucking hipsters of the UK are, are walking against the walking from the new new Range Rovers and are now embracing the old and the classics. Yeah. Meanwhile, right. what? Have, meanwhile, what have you just bought? <laughs> what? No, I, I, may, I may have ordered a, a, a new Range Rover. <laughs> But but that's thirteen months away. But Why I'm not both? Why a, not both? Right, right. So t- tip the head to the old and welcome the new. Yeah, sure. Wow, interesting. And do you think it was because those ads constantly popped up and you're like, oh my gosh, it's like no. meant to be, like it's targeting me, or it just simply came up at the right time and you're like, yeah, look. No, it's because I, I, I went one. down. A, I went down a silly rabbit hole, and I, 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 I was, it was editorial ad. Adver- well, it wasn't even advertorial. It was editorial. Um, and I read it and I was like, these are fucking cool. Yeah. How cool wow. are these? And then, uh, then Go I would, GQ. Yeah, yeah then I hit Marketplace <laughs> and I'm very lucky I found one. Wow. Because they're rare, they're rare as in, in good condition. That's cool. We need to pop up a, you can a, pop up a photo, photo of, of what that is. Because yeah. I'm not a car person, I don't know. No, neither. Have you? Yeah. What? You've just mainly clothes? Oh, I haven't bought anything like Huge. car price, <laughs> but um, I probably more like event tickets and stuff like that, okay. like seeing events uh, coming up and being like, this is my vibe, this uh, is my speed. Okay. I remember Bit last year. Watermelon sugar. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> we can cut that out. Remember last Last year, I went to that like interactive theater, Edgar Allan Poe interactive theater oh, yeah. thing. That was a uh, oh. Instagram ad. Yeah, you know, like and Yes Man. Awesome. You know the movie Yes the movie, Man. Yeah, yeah. Nicole like kind of like her alter ego is like you know the the chick that Jim Carrey like starts dating. I don't know what that one. I but. haven't seen it. Now I want to know who this is. <laughs> yeah. She just like the, the photograph runner, like she, they, they run and they they photograph while they're running. They're not like they can only photograph while they're running. It's like, it's like no, don't remember that. <laughs> like, don't, I want to get this joke so bad, but I don't. I, I, I need to go and watch, watch this movie. It's cool. It's like it's like um. I can't stand Jim Carrey. Sorry, controversial. No, I hate him too. Okay, cool. It's not Wonderful. Like, Moving on. <laughs> Someone bang the hammer. Okay. Um, but for me personally, social ads, I like the ones that have promo codes because I'm a cheap mm-hmm. bitch. No. You know I like the, the ones you know, that like, get me discounts. You know they like jack up the price like for like 20% and give you a 10% discount? No. Yeah, bro. That's how it works. It's like Black Friday. <laughs> That's why that's why the ACCC had to come in and say, hey, stop jacking up your prices before Black Friday and then give, giving everyone a 10% coupon. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. This is the moment Liv's realised that she's been lied to. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody. I'm sure not everybody does that, no. though. But, yeah, I like the promo codes and I don't necessarily – I don't click on them because I'm smart, big brain tings. Ooh. I will search them and go directly to the source and I will remember the promo Actually, code because I don't want them to get my results. I bought a, um, I bought a, uh, like a, an Astro Boy this tall the other day because I got a targeted with an ad. That's cute. Astro Boy, vintage Astro Boys, like this bit. What you, what it was you, a TV show back in like mm, the 50s you don't know or Astro 60s. Boy? What are you going to do with that? Whatever the fuck I want. I don't know. Is it just like your snow globe? It's bigger. It's 40 centimetres. But, he might, but it, it just sits there. In the, yeah, you can sit in front of a car. 
<laughs> that's cute. Cool. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's furniture. It's like aesthetics. Yeah. I like him. Mm. I, I, I'm like one of those weird like anti-Ikea dudes. Anti-Ikea. Just, I'd rather something like, like, weirdly, I would rather something secondhand with a bit of character yeah. hmm. than like an Ikea. Even a couch. Thing. Yep. I'd, I'd much prefer like, like at home I've got like this like, it's like I call it Randy Orange because I use the colour of when I launched Randy Warhol. But it's like a neon orange. It's like this stuff. I've a got, couch. I've got a, on my couch at home is like that orange, but a Nick Scally, Nick orange yeah. felt couch. Hmm. Wow. That's, I feel like that's very controversial. That would Second be a first couch. for them. They would have been like, are you sure you oh, want no, orange? Sca- oh, it's, it's like. Um, it's vintage. Oh, it came from a bougie house. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I guess it depends. It's different if you're buying it from like a uni share house, isn't it? No. This person. So um, we went to pick it up and. Yes, yeah, this one. It's like that orange. People watching, you oh, can see the cool. photo of the yeah. couch. But, but it was like a house in Barden in Brisbane. And oh, okay. They just finished building their house and they just furnished it. I was so lucky. And um, the neighbours next door made them a ridiculous offer to buy the house and the hubby sold the house to the, the neighbours. And, the, and the, we um, rocked up and the wife was like, yeah, my husband just sold the house and now I have to sell all the furniture. She because must oh my gosh. It fuming. Yeah. Goodness me. So we got a couch that got sat on like three times. So. Nice. Right. Thrifty. Yeah, very. Okay, well. Where are we at? we got to do our recommended reading. I reckon we get into our recommended reading. We, that was a great discussion, guys. I thought that was, I thought that was great. <laughs> I mean, we went off topic a lot, but you we know did. what? That's why Connor's here. But this here. is He's only our second it. episode, so yeah. please be kind. Everyone can meet Connor. He's the man that. Yes. He's the man that makes things happen. All right. So shall we get into our required reading segment? Required reading. Ty, kick us off. My required reading is, it's an old piece of content from 2013. I wish I actually watched it earlier. Um, it's actually a TED Talk by um, a clinical psychologist called Meg Jay. And it's called Why 30 is Not the New 20s. So, um, yeah, effectively goes down a bit of a rabbit hole why um, you shouldn't buy into the concept that 20 are the years to find yourself and kind of just mm-hmm. um, effectively waste just having a good time. I, would, I think I watched it when I was like 28 and I wish I'd seen it earlier because mm. yeah, it just kind of um, sets the tone it. for them being really, really important kind of, I guess, developmental years from a personal perspective, mm-hmm. professional perspective, like investing in the own human capital. So, yeah, um, and it's easy to digest and listen to. Oh, so nice. Most we people love that. <laughs> so someone shared it with me and then I've shared it probably with, um, you know, heaps of people at different stages of their life, whether it's yeah. like kind of, having a bit of um, a career breakdown, relationship breakdowns, or they're in a situation that you know that they shouldn't be in in sure. terms of relationships. So it's like just watch this. And bit of a nudge. nudge. Yes, yes, yeah, good for nudges. So, nice. Yeah, I'll link that in and, I'd, yeah, watch it. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes and you can send it to your friends if they need a bit of a nudge. nudge. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. That sounds great. All right, Nick, what's yours? Well, uh, yours is actually, mine is actually a required reading that you gave me yesterday that oh, I've yes. already gotten deep into. Now, these required readings don't have to be readings. They can be podcasts, YouTube videos, Netflix, whatever. It's literally like our weekly dopes, but it's a required. It's a must. You need to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You need to get around this. It's called the Left Right Out podcast. Ooh. Liv just recommended it to me yesterday. I recommended it off the basis that I hadn't watched it yeah. or listened to it. but <laughs> And I'm already two episodes deep because yep. I, on my commute, I listened to one last night commuting yep. home and I listened to another one this morning commuting to work. So basically what it is, is it's these two Australian journalists talking about 
politics. Mm -hmm. So we're obviously in a critical time right now. We're in the lead up to the federal election. um, And these two women, they receive questions from people Mm -hmm. and they do a deep dive based on one question per episode. Um, So there's some really interesting topics in there. It's things like which party is best for women, Mm -hmm. which party is best for the environment, which Mm -hmm. party is best for small business, things like that. Um, And because they're journalists, I feel like they're credible. They're Mm -hmm. pretty even handed in terms of how they deal with certain things. It's a really conversational, digestible way to get informed. Obviously, you should never get all of your information about politics from one source, Um, but it's a good starting point. It's a good starting point if you don't even know what you should know. Yeah, They're cool. really good. No, I'll have to listen to my recommended. <laughs> but we'll put that in the show notes as well. I think you can only listen to that one on Spotify, though. It's on Spotify, It's yeah. Spotify exclusive, yeah. So, yeah, make sure that you listen to that one. And my one is actually another podcast as well, but it's Diary of a CEO, so it's Stephen Bartlett, and it's his episode with Ben Francis. So it's a 2021 episode, so last year. Um, and Ben Francis is the uh, founder of Gymshark. He's- oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's currently 29, but he started Gymshark like ages ago when he was like 19, he was, 20. He, he wasn't even interested in training, was it? It was just no, like no. Full, just e-commerce opportunity for I the think he also went to the gym like just and then met a mate and then that's how they kind of like yeah. started it. But it is huge now. And just listening to his story and he's actually not the CEO. He's... He, after a few years, he stepped back and he's like, my strengths are actually with branding and marketing. And so he now works in that area and he's employed a guy with a lot more experience as a CEO into that role. And I just thought it was interesting how he let go pretty much his like baby to someone else because he knew that that person would make the business a lot better. Mm. Hence, it's huge. And um, yeah, just like how his world kind of blew up and how his goals for Gymshark are to be like the... um, lululemon of the uk because lululemon is for like canada like that's what it's known for so yeah i just thought it was really interesting and to hear a perspective from like a 19 year old obviously he was 19 when he kind of started the business um his thought processes what was kind of behind it and all the stresses and uh kind of hurdles that he had to go through creating such a huge empire so i thought that was super interesting anyways all right well that's a wrap (laughs) on this week's episode thanks for listening and thanks for being a part of it guys it's been fun. <laughs> Ty's checked out. Yeah, Ty's gone. That's all done. But, Sorry, um, I got a notification. But yeah, if you guys have any thoughts, feelings, or suggestions about this episode, leave a comment in our YouTube. What do What do we say? Mm-hmm. Comment, like, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. Turn on the notification yeah. bell. <laughs> see, I'm young and cool. And if you see me on the street, don't say hello. No. I do say hello. <laughs> We're not famous. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. Keep your distance. You might have Rona, so people may not see you for the next week. I've had three rat tests in the last 12 hours. I'm Rona free. I think I'm just tired. Yeah. Two to four days. Fair enough. Huh? Well, guys, the look after your health. That's the moral of the story. Um, but do yeah. mental and physical. Okay. If you need to get off the socials or turn off notifications, do yeah. that. And yeah. get off the booze and get off the bag. <laughs> <laughs> set it. Set it here. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a wrap. We'll <laughs> talk to you next week. <laughs> Feel alive, let's hit the dance floor. Don't work too hard, my break a backbone. Return of the Mac, the king is back though. Corvette and cash, I never like those. 
Thanks for listening, guys. If you love this episode, please give us a five-star rating and make sure you follow us on socials to stay up to date with all the weird and wacky things we get up to. You can find us on Instagram at No Brilliant Jerks Podcast or Sunnydale Studios. Or you can even find us on our agency Insta at KKO Agency. And if you'd like to put a face to a name, you can watch all of our podcast recordings on our YouTube at Sunnydale Studios. Now we'll pop up all our social handles and links discussed in today's episodes in our show notes below. Feel free to also email us with your own dopes and nopes and we'll share them on the podcast. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. We shall be in your ear holes again next Wednesday. Okay, bye. This is our production of Sunny Dallas Studios.